0: Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make that difference in the world. Your Life Now radio show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea.
1: Hello. Welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live, archived, or if you have downloaded the show on iTunes or from the Stitcher app. Thank you all. Much love to you. Just a quick reminder, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching and training company. On the show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. We have great guests that come in on the show and share a lot of great tips and information with you. So this show is intended to be thought-provoking and for information purpose. All the guests that come on the show are professional in their field and you are welcome to contact them directly from the information I provide on the show page. And you can also contact me directly if you like by visiting my website at www.coachingbyria.com. That's at www.coachingbyria.com and I can provide you with all the information you need. But just quickly, before we get the guest on the, on the air, I'd like to set my intention, as always. My intention of hosting this show is to inspire you. i like to inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's really up to you. So all I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your life, so why don't you live it your way? And remember, you know, every day is a new day. Every moment is a gift. Every moment is a new moment. So make the best of every moment. Make the best of every day and celebrate it as a brand new day this year. So let's make it fabulous one. And we're going to take a short break and we'll bring on our guest for today. So please stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your life now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you're listening live or archive. I appreciate each one of you. Just want to remind you, the show is available on iTunes um, in the podcast, and it's also available for um, your convenience on the Stitcher app. So you would have to have the Stitcher app on your smartphone. Um, And you can listen to all our episodes on the go. And just one quick reminder to follow the show for up-to-date information. So today we have a special guest here with me, the author of Ask and You Shall Succeed, The Master Closer versus The Super Salesman. Osman Lamour is a globe-trouting master closer and brilliant writer with over 20 years of successful frontline experience covering various facets of tangible and intangible sales. He endured and conquered the challenges associated with sales success and the crushing feelings of defeat in his climb to the top of the sales charts of life and business. From the humble beginning in New York to his world escapes, the sparked his desire to achieve Sales mastery. Osman continues to rewrite sales history with powerful principles, professional presence, persuasive, linguistic, and knowledge that is limited only by his inspiring imagination. It's my pleasure to introduce you to our guest, Osman Mamour. Welcome, Osman. Thank you so much for being here, my friend.
2: Hi Coach Raya, how are you today? It's really an honor and a pleasure to be with you guys.
1: The honor is mine and thank you again for being here and taking the time. You know, I know you multitask, so I do appreciate <laughs> you squeezing us in here and get us
2: Absolutely. Get up the air with Absolutely. Us. So thank
1: you. Well, well my it's certainly faculty, a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Your book is amazing, but as always, um I'm always looking for an inspiration to share with our um listeners. To see, you know, what inspires you You know, I mean, obviously You are the master closer No doubt about that So where does the inspiration come from?
2: Well, I tell you it Actually, the inspiration came many years ago When I was younger and and You know, people tell you that you have the gift of gab, you have the ability to communicate with others and inspire others, or at least, you know, get, get something out of life that is greater than yourself. And I remember my father, one day, he told me, he goes, you know what, son? He goes, you have an amazing ability to persuade others, and, to, and, and you have a gift as well as the way you speak, and why don't you do something with it? And only then did it make sense to me, and I was actually a pre-med student at the time, and I decided... Um, I said, maybe I should pursue something greater than myself. And I ended up doing a lot of I I made so many great decisions that ended up landing me where I am today. And the experience that I had over the last two decades uh, really inspired me to make change, not just affect that change for myself, but certainly to the people that I've come in contact with over the many years. And I felt like the only way that I can get the same message across to Pretty much as many people as possible, and to touch the lives as many people as possible as well, was to write my write my book a few years ago. And um, and and once it got published, it really it was this, it was a sort of achievement that I could never have imagined. Only because the feedback, you know, and and the positive feedback I've gotten from from people and the effect that it's had on their lives have really been worth it for me.
1: Amazing, amazing, and and your book is 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 a straightforward too, which I love about that. Um, you know, and and I like I'm gonna read something that I really kind of inspired me. What you said about um the close, the master closer versus the salesman, but before I do that, um, it, it, you said something and I heard you saying that, and I I really truly I, I I'm a believer of that that we all are selling or being sold to right? Yes. So whatever, it doesn't matter what we do in life. So you don't have to be a, particularly a salesperson to master being a salesperson to become a master closer. You just oh, take a look around in your own life, right? And, and, and that's why I, want oh, you, yeah. I would like you to elaborate on that because everything we do in life, we're selling or being sold to. So our oh, communication, absolutely. our relationship with people. So could you please? Yes, go ahead.
2: Certainly. Well, mean, if you think about it, from the minute we wake up every single day, um, we are being passively sold by things, by people, and we ourselves are passively, assertively, or sometimes aggressively selling our own ideas, thoughts to others. I mean, from the minute we wake up, the alarm clock is selling us time. The mm-hmm. bathroom we escape to is selling us purification and the clothes we wear is selling us uh, confidence. I mean, the, the car we we drive is selling us means of transportation. Our jobs are selling us, uh, you know, compensation for our, our work and our efforts. And, you know, strangers are selling us trust. So everybody is trying to convince you of something in order to persuade you to act on that one thing. And I realize that in this life, no matter who you are, what you do in your life, if you, if you want to actually become successful or grasp success and have it within your own two hands, it's absolutely important that you understand the concept of selling. Because in order to communicate, and the best communicators in the world and the most influential characters and people in the world, mm-hmm. regardless if they're in politics, if they're in law, if they're in government, if they're in you know, TV, actors, actor, everybody is selling something. Now, the difference is, how you're being sold, and the difference is whether you accept what is being sold. And that's something that a lot of people need to know so you know if you're being genuinely sold an idea or if you're being deceived. And I think that's the, that's the real key component, in my opinion.
1: Well, you know, what you're saying is, is so valid so true. I mean, the fact is, I think, you know, I just wanted to also emphasize
2: in, in the show here,
1: we, the show is not just for people who are in sales, okay, First of all, Certainly. this is about success in life in all majority or all aspects in life, you know, whether on a personal level, or even on the professional level. So take a look, and, and I really, I mean, I'm just telling you, you, you guys are in for a treat with, with uh, um, Usman because he's going to share a lot of great, inf- you know, information with you. So from that, I want to also emphasize the fact when we're talking about, you know, like, you know, how we accept things or we're being deceived or we're being whatever, it goes back to relationships. Right? So having positive relationships in our life, because everything is about communication. We are constantly communicating, like you said. You know, whether you're communicating with the alarm, you set your alarm, you get up because the alarm is selling you time and you need to get up a certain time or whatever it is. Same thing goes for anything you do in your life or any person you come encounter, you know, encounter that day, you know, um, it's, it's doing something with you. There's a relationship here. So I think, you know, if, you know, I need your feedback on that and, and uh, the support of having good relationship in your life can also contribute into the success in your life.
2: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, they say that everything is relative. I mean, you don't want to come to work. When you come to work, you leave your, your home personal life at the door before you step through the doors. And when you come home, you want to leave your work at the doors before you come home. Mm-hmm. But the synergy or the, you know, the, compli- the one complements the other. I mean, it's very important. People don't realize that you know, it's the most difficult to do in, in life is to maintain that high level of attitude, positive attitude and energy. And it's difficult when you have, you know life to deal with at the same time and at the same time when you come home you don't want to you know burden and drown your your loved ones with the negatives that you have to face which is a part of a natural part of work life so you kind of separate the two but one has to feed off the other you know when you know that you have the type of relationship and the support and the love at home for example there's nothing that you can accomplish or cannot accomplish for that matter in this world the the world is your oyster, and we all know that. And sure. you know the same thing at work. When you have you know when you have some kind of a job, for example, that you absolutely love. We've all heard the saying before that when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. You, when you come home, you get to share it with that relationship that you have with that loved one that you have, and it kind of, like I said, feeds off of one of the one one feeds off of the other. And I noticed that in my life because uh, I've faced many successes and many failures. And it all basically uh, culminated to this day, and I couldn't be happier because I, each and every experience with the relationships that I've had, whether the ones that I've had at work or the ones I've had at home, have really set the precedence in my success in each and every endeavor that I've chosen to take on.
1: Well, you know, I mean, that's that's so true, and then, like I said, you have to be um, so conscious of you know of all these things that are happening in your life as well, and, and uh, um, prioritize, you know, what needs to, your attention first. But I posted something today to the fact I'm always, you know, people call me philosopher, I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> today is like my, my food for thoughts was like fear and love are the two prime emotions we experience in our lives. But fear consumes us, prevents us from being truly alive. Most people's biggest fear yeah. is taking risks,
2: accepting oh,
1: change, and expressing themselves. So you know, I don't want to read the rest of it, but basically, what I'm, I'm, I'm the reason I brought this up because most people, you know, when when they um, they cannot differentiate between the the, the um, in their life, you know, like what's going on and why they cannot excel or why can they can their life change. I think they really need to take a close look at what's going on with them. What are they afraid of? Because some people are afraid of success. I mean, I've met people, Absolutely. you know, who are afraid of success because they don't know what if what would happen. So I always say don't allow fear of what if to prevent you from living the life right. that you deserve to, you deserve to live. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'd like to read, if you don't mind, something that you said, Wait. and we're going to go into a little bit more about the difference between <laughs> a closer and, and uh, um, he said, great closer are not chosen, they are made. And I'm going to read, I quote, we don't sure. choose to be born. We don't choose from whom we are born. We don't even choose where we are born. We don't choose the way we appear. We don't choose the languages we speak. We don't choose how we learn knowledge, but we always learn what we seek. I love that. Our choices in, in attire are judged by sight. Our choices in words may repel, repulse or delight, but our knowledge reflects the, the synergy of both, regardless of our origin is wrong or right. We choose our comrades, our cohorts, and mates. We choose to heal or hurt, love or hate. We choose the career we build and jobs we take. But if we choose to sell, market, and compete in any industry, in an industry designed to profit the strong and devour the weak, we must choose to accept the challenges and make no mistakes that comes from quotas and punch marks for profit's sake. We must choose to be one of the best and brightest there are. So we must look no further than the two most exceptional by far, the master closer and the super salesman, the ones that continually choose to set set the industry bar. And you know what? What I heard in common here, choose. And I always say, "You know what? everything happens by choice. it didn't happen accidentally. Mm-hmm. chances don't exist to me i don't I don't know i'm I'm one of those people i I believe everything happens for a reason, and we're making choices whether consciously or unconsciously. we're constantly making Correct. that but that is beautiful I, I i i love that when I was reading it it's was like I have to read <laughs> this on the air so that was really awesome so
2: yeah, I mean that that poem right there really kind of summarizes uh, you know the life that 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 I have personally lived as far as you know salesmanship and and selling uh, is concerned. I mean for example we don't have no one gave us the option of being brought into this life of being alive. We didn't choose you know our, our skin color, our eye color, our background, our ethnicity, our nationality, our race. We didn't choose what part of this world that we were born. Uh we didn't have any of those choices before we were materialized if you want to call it or we were brought into this life. But we do have certain choices that we can control uh based on the you know obviously the cards that we've been dealt. Now mm-hmm. where you are and how your environment and what you learn and what you inspire toward and what motivates you is really going to be the determining factor at the end of the day. I mean, we, we choose, you know, how we want to look before we leave our homes. We choose how we want to articulate our speech when we open our mouths. We choose to learn those things that we can apply in our daily lives that can either help ourselves or others in some form or fashion, regardless if it's you're talking about something at home or something at work. I mean, we do get to choose our friends. I mean, our friends don't choose us. We even choose the, the cohorts that we, you know, that we end up going on ventures with, regardless of what the, what the outcomes may have been in our lives. We choose that if we want to heal somebody or heal something. We choose if we want to hurt others, if we want to, you know, heal others. We have these choices in life. But if we make those choices and if we take those choices into a business, for example, and that business has to do with selling, or convincing others others of ideas and then persuading them to act on such ideas and then retaining their loyalty forever it's the simplest concept that i can come up with and a lot of the things that i learned over my career really you know came together on this particular poem because no matter what in order to be great at anything that you want and i learned something very valuable in my life that there are plenty of people in this world that are you know what they call the jack of all trades To be good at many things used to be positive, but these days you have to be great at one thing. You have to be a master of something. And that's why there's a dichotomy between greatness, even within sales, for example. I mean, the master closer is the epitome of everything that you would want. And that's the kind of person you want to deal with, the kind of person you want to be sold by. The other person is basically the same as far as skills and tact and and (laughs) adeptness is concerned. But the only difference really at the end is how they view and interpret other things and other people around us. I mean, even if you look at the, uh, the title of my book, for example, Ask, Appearance, Speech, and Knowledge... It is the universal barometer of judgment that, you know, I've explained in the book of all things and all people, regardless of what you're looking at or who you're, who you're looking at. I mean, the first thing that we come to, you know, a decision or a judgment on is what we see. And based on what we see, if it's pleasing to us, now we're interested in, you know, what what that person or that thing has to say or how it sounds. Once we get beyond the speech, now the knowledge is given credibility. I've learned in my life that if you can control the way you look, you can control your own destiny when it comes to Comes to sales success, you said it best, Coach Ray, Right now, that success is something we do have choice over. Over. It's not something that we accept because when you accept your situation for what it is and success is beyond your scope, then you've already failed. I mean, even Les Brown has oh, said it uh, at one time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Les Brown said once. He said most people fail not because they aim too high and they miss. Most people fail because they aim too low and they hit. We talked a little bit about the fear that people have of the unknown. But fearfulness is really the pessimist that we deal with in this life, and the optimist is really the fearlessness. And to have fearlessness is really difficult in a a world that continually offers us up a lot of disappointment. But that's the fear that a lot of people face. They don't want to go through it. They don't want to have to deal with it. The occupation of selling, even though we're all salespeople, we all sell, we all convince, we're all mm-hmm. being sold, but the occupation of selling at the end of the day isn't really for everybody because of this insurmountable sometimes amount of rejection that, that we as sales representatives and professionals go through. But when you can handle the rejection that most people, uh, you know, obviously it's innate from the time we're young, we don't want to be outcasts of society, but when you can handle rejection and do it with such professionalism, most people don't know how to react, and the masters in this world who have mastered this, this persuasiveness or this influence over others, it's, it's, it's a very simple approach, and it all stems from appearance, speech, and knowledge, because you could only give credibility to that credit, which is due, and you have to see for yourself and you have to hear for yourself to make judgments for yourself.
1: Well, that's so true. I mean, you know the thing about what you were just saying, I'm listening here and taking notes i mean the fact is most people um first they really when when we talk about rejection i you know you know uh, we shared shared the conversation together off the air. you know the fact that I come from a corporate background in sales you know I've done sales I've done my duty i've had you know, rejection, and I actually had some other projection that I used to look at in myself, like, my accent was a lot heavier, you know, I had, like, you know, how how am I going to communicate with people, how how do I sound, I had, like, so many issues that I was, like, running in my head, and you know what, when I found out my obstacle was an advantage, things turned around, actually, exactly. people were, you were, they were enjoying listening to me, it's like, oh, you got to, Interesting accent, you know, they want to hear more, you know, especially if I'm saying something, you know. That's right, that's That's right. But it it didn't matter. What I thought, yeah, what I thought it was a fear, what was fear for me and it was an obstacle, it was actually an advantage. And I think that's why it's so important that most people realize that they need to work on themselves first before they worry about the rest of the world.
2: The self-investment is the most important investment in life because no one is going to invest in you unless you invest in yourself. I mean, companies will invest in your skills, they'll invest in your talents, but they're not investing in you. We all have to have to invest in ourselves. And there's a very important theory that I wrote in my book from a gentleman that I learned from when I was in my during my international travels. And this this elderly gentleman tamed, told me something very profound and it made sense to me that he said he said son, every human being on this earth, every one of us have an image, a portrait. Mm -hmm. In fact, we have two portraits, two images that are drawn of us. The one image is uh, the one we draw of ourselves, which is obviously a a reflection of our self-esteem, our confidence, our sense of self, who we think we are. The other image is the one that our audience, the public, draws of us. And that picture is drawn based on what is seen, what is heard, and what is understood. Now, he told me that the relative difference between these two images is the size. If the picture that we draw for example of ourselves is larger in comparison to the one that the public draws of us, then we're considered narcissistic, arrogant, bold, but at the end of the day really memorable. The opposite occurs when the picture that we draw is smaller compared to the one that the, you know, public draws of us. And then can people consider us to be lacking initiative, lazy, procrastinators? So we have to, he said, the goal, my son, is to make sure that the images that are drawn match, meaning that you have to meet expectations, if not exceed those expectations. Because when people walk into a restaurant they have certain expectations when you pay for a certain type of meal you have certain expectations when you want to invest your money in anything in this life or anyone in this life you have certain expectations so there's an image of that person that you want to deal with not end up having to deal with the one that you want to deal with is very far and few in between because those people that you want to deal with have mastered themselves they've mastered their own abilities and they take control of the way they look the way they sound, the words they choose to use, and the knowledge they choose to possess. Because another thing that I learned in my life, Coach Ray, is that knowledge can only be considered knowledge when it is shared.
1: Oh, I love that. I love that because I have to tell you, I have an issue with as far as when information, right? There is so much information out there. Unless you do something with that information, basically it's worthless to me.
2: Oh, yeah. It's just something that you know at the end of the day, then, and it doesn't benefit others. And we've learned, or at least I have learned in my life, later on in my life, that happiness eludes everybody in this life. We're always looking for happiness, and, you know, human beings are insatiable creatures. We understand that. Nothing will really fill ourselves or fill our stomachs. But really, the true satisfaction that I found in my life is that once you learn something, once everyone has a purpose in this life, everyone is on this earth for a reason once you find that reason and you share that with the rest of humanity whether it's in one form or another only then will you truly find contentness and gratitude and fulfillment and that's the one thing that you know most people if not every single one of us are looking for in our lives is to have purpose and fulfillment and purpose and fulfillment only comes when you've achieved self mastery when you've invested in yourself when you take care of your your appearance and you take care of your uh, you know your speech, even if it 's not you know as far as articulation is concerned because it 's the quality of the words it 's the sincerity of the words it 's the genuine i mean there are just the, the word genuine" is not used as as much anymore because it 's hard to tell what and who is genuine in this life because of the absolute sheer overwhelming amount of information that exists, whether through social media through you know the standard media or even radio media so a lot of people you know get a lot of different information but the most simple fact at the end of the day is if you invest in yourself and if you see yourself to be someone and be something that you can see and kind of almost imagine it will come to fruition as long as you believe that you can get there and the only way you're gonna get there is by taking advantage of the knowledge and the successes of the most successful people the influential that are around you and finding and seeking out that knowledge and making sure that it's the one that it will get you where you want to go because success is around the corner but some people just never see the light only because they don't take the first steps necessary and i learned that in my life because you find more reasons not to do something than to do something and when you finally find the reason to do something, and you get a taste of it, it becomes a part of your life. It becomes livelihood. It's no different than going to the gym for a minimum of six months in order for it to become a part of your livelihood. If not after you know anything less than that, it's just an attempt. And if you make multiple attempts in this life, you may have, you may end up being at a at a point one day that you'll look back and say, I, I, I tried, but trying is insufficient in my opinion. Effort is needed every day of your life, no matter what. But actually acquiring and achieving is the key. And the only way you're going to achieve that satisfaction, that happiness that we talked about, is by making sure that you present yourself as the most valuable commodity on this earth. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be the most valuable commodity on this earth, the first and foremost, you have to believe that's the case.
1: And be great at
2: what you do, no matter what it is.
1: So my recommendation for people a book and and we were talking about it because I saw you quoting um, something from his book The Magic of Believing, uh, Claude uh, uh he's a French uh, um, writer. It was I don't even remember how old the, the the book. It's it's very old, but you can find it. You can look online and get it. I mean, it's amazing. And if you believe, I mean, one of the things I know I took it from the the book. It says you, you even used it in your book. It says every person in the crea- in the creation of himself the image of his own thinking and believing as an individual think and believe so they are by Philip Ristel so this is really important Um, we're going to take a short break and when we come back we're going to talk about the difference between a champion and a winner Okay, (laughs) and uh, uh, we will continue please stay tuned we'll be right back
0: Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments
1: Welcome back my friends you are listening to your life now radio show i am your host kotria thank you so much for joining us always i always appreciate each one of you whether you're listening live or archive i see people in the chat in the uh, um the switchboard and if you are in the listening mode welcome thank you for being there if you have a question for myself or my guest please uh i think you hit one to talk to, speak uh, to, to the host. So please do that, and uh, we'll bring you on the, on the air. But if you are in the listening mode, thank you for being here. So today today we have a great guest, uh, the author of Ask and You Shall Succeed, the Master Closer versus the Super Salesman, Osman Mamor. Thank you, my friend, for being here.
2: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: <clears throat> so, great information. Thank you so much for sharing. I mean, you know, obviously uh, it's it always it's easier to speak to with somebody who you you have, a, you know, you come from the same kind of mentality, how we think about things, right? Oh, absolutely. It makes it Certainly very not. easy, very easy and, and, and uh, enjoyable to, you know. So we always have a great guest here. So I'm not saying that we ever had not so great <laughs> conversation. <laughs> well, we I'm always Well, I'm honored. Yes, oh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. So before the break, we talked about, um, you know, the difference between, you know, people who go are considered to be a go-getter. You talk about F and you define it as A for appearance, S for speech, and K for knowledge. Um, you talked about how important it is, you know, your appearance, you know, like when you're when you, when you out in the life, you know, to, you want to uh, um, reflect, you know, success. I always say make, make believe. My God, people don't believe that, but I think it works. You don't have to be, you know, to look a million dollar, right? You don't have to oh, be, but, right? So you, you oh, have absolutely. to, yeah, you have to reflect that to your, you know, to your audience, whoever, like, you know, whether you be selling something or you're you trying to, you know, going for an interview, whatever it is that you're doing, to be successful in that outcome, make sure you are, you know, your appearance are really good. And, of course, the <laughs> communication skills, you know, it's really important totally. what you say. And there's a point here that I'd like to in add on this one before we go into the difference between a champion and a winner. Beside the speech, the speech, I mean, one of the, I mean, knowing this back in my head, I remember this. I was actually also trained by Tony Robbins back when I used to work for ADP. One of the training, it was amazing. And, and one of the facts, you know, learning the skill, the art of listening, you've gotta to listen to what people need and want in order for you before you start speaking too. I mean, so that's that's really you know, I think that's important. And of course knowing more. The more you know, the better you are. You know, that's you know, that's really key. But let's shift to um the difference between champion and winner. And you said something to the fact that champion knows how to win and also <laughs> knows how to lose gracefully, which is true. And the winner, on the That's other right. hand, knows how to win but doesn't know how to lose and requires a lot That's of right. assistance in getting back up. So can you elaborate a little bit about, on that? Certainly. Sure.
2: Well, I certainly wanted you know, to uh, ask, also add on the fact that what, something you spoke about before about faking it, well, it, it's not about what the old adage was, which is fake it till you make it. I heard something even more profound than that, and that is if you need to, that you fake it until you become it you have to become that which you are aiming for. And when you look at the basic difference, for example, between a champion and a winner, most people will compare champions and losers, winners and losers, and the, the, the opposites. But the champion and the winner are fairly comparable when it comes to their abilities, when it comes to the fact that they're bo- they both know how to drive their teams to victory. They both know how to reap the spoils of their masterfully skilled display of strength, persistence, endurance. The difference comes in losing. A champion doesn't need help to get off the field in the event that he or she should succumb to loss. Now, the winner, on the other hand, needs help because when you only know how to succeed it 's kind of like people who have never failed in their lives it, they find it more difficult to find their success once again because of that lack of experience. I mean, I believe it was j k Rowling who had said once mm-hmm. you know and we know her story about her <laughs> you know being homeless and 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 having utterly failed in her life, and she said that you might not fail at the level that i have failed but some failure in life is inevitable you know and most people don't realize that if you try to avoid failure in your life and try to live a life of security and 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 safety and never take risks it's as if you failed already Mm -hmm. and that was very profound for me and that really you know made the difference as far as when you're looking at the difference between champions and winners because champions take risks and there's always a difference between a gamble and a calculated risk The problem is gambling means that you don't have any information or very little of the information and you're blindly moving forward with you know hanging on your old laurels or your own abilities and experience to guide you through whatever situation that you're in but if you're calculating and your calculated risk is something completely different calculated risk on the other hand requires you to actually analyze the situation beforehand it's kind of like the saying you know chance favors the prepared mind if you leave things to chance you're going to find disappointment more times than not. You don't have to fail completely every day, constantly, to become successful. You have to learn how to fail in order to find success from it. So that's really the difference that I found at the end that really, I mean, for me has made all the difference in the world.
1: And I, I think, you know, I mean, that's part of, of course, my, my, my strategy and my, what I do you know, understand, understanding your obstacles, understanding the challenges that you have. Why are they there? You know, what can I take out of them? How can I, you know, because I think, like you said, if you're going to skip that part, you're not going to get there. And I, I think that's one most of the reason why most people don't achieve certain things in their life, because they don't recognize that life does happen. Things going to get thrown at you. How you deal with those things, it's what's going to differentiate you between you going that next step or you going backward. Because we all moving. I mean, life is constantly moving, and you are not standing still. It's what direction you are moving. That's what makes the difference.
2: Well, we all, I mean, Coach Ray, you know that human beings, we always, we don't want to face difficulty. You know, it's, it's just a natural part of our you survival easy, instinct. Easy, we easy, want to yeah. avoid you know if there's a fire we don't want to run towards it we want to run away from it. it's just it's a matter of survival the problem is some people have taken that survival instinct to a whole different level that it became it ultimately becomes a defensive reaction now people become more defensive that's why they stopped listening You know, the old saying goes, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. We should listen twice as much as we speak. And the only reason we don't do that is because we want to defend ourselves in everything, whether it's, you know, through words on a web page or through communication on a, a live forum. I mean, everyone wants to be right. No one wants to be wrong. Very few people want to take the responsibility. Very few people are willing to accept the failures because the failure is, like we said before, is a part of success. It's mm-hmm. it's just impossible to be successful 100% of the time. It's, it's, I don't think there's one influential being or figure that has existed in, as far back in history that you can remember that had you know no difficulty or you know i didn't have his his or her own challenges so the way i look at it and the way i summarize it at the end would have to be basically to be fearless in the unknown you know you cannot fear hearing the word no because if you hear it at least you'll know what you have to do next the problem is most people don't want to even hear no you know so they it's kind of like kids you know when they know that the dad is going to say no they'll go to the mom because people just don't want to hear no so rejection is something that we face every day of our lives whether through relationships or jobs or otherwise and the only way we can overcome a lot of the failures and learn from those failures in my personal opinion would have to be the way we deal with and engage the world but we cannot engage the world and we cannot engage other individuals and convince them of the wonderful ideas that we have and persuade them to act on those wonderful ideas and retain their loyalty for forever and ever unless we take control of the way we look, the way we speak, and the knowledge we choose to learn. Because those three things in that sequential order, if it's you know, executed properly, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter how you do it, you will end up being the most successful in it because you have control over it. You know, and, and it's something as simple as, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Because when you fear failure, then you will never taste success because success is only considered success because you have tasted failure. I mean, you have to have lost everything to be grateful for what you have, which may have been less than what you had before. And the most important lesson that I will leave with, Coach Rea, is that True gratitude, only when you're happy, you know, with what you have, even though it's less than you believe you deserve, only when you're happy with that in your life, where regardless of what that thing may be, only then will you have find fulfillment and only then will you be personally, at least internally, successful. So... I'd love to stay and chat a lot longer and talk about I this know you uh, have to until go, tomorrow, but. <laughs> but I am <laughs> certainly being beckoned right now. I'm just
1: going to let you close on uh, on one note here. Um, with that, Wait. you know, being said, and and uh, just to wrap it up quickly here, um, is is the fact that I also wanted to to emphasize about self-esteem and success. I think, you know, that goes back to, like, investing in yourself. And I think, you know, when you have that drive, it's going to help you as well. So when you have a better self-esteem, when you look at, take a look at your self-esteem and, 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 and uh, better yourself from that perspective, knowing that you deserve to be successful, you deserve to be happy, you deserve to, you know, conquer the world and share what you have learned and what you're here for. Um, so tell our listeners, you know, where they can go and get your book, Ask Them They Shall succeed. And we would love to have you back. I know we've been, you know, (laughs) trying to get. (laughs) I
2: would love, I would love to be back because I love inspiration and I love motivation. And there's very little of it in the world. And if you can find a good outlet, it is worth every minute of your time. And I do appreciate it, obviously. And you can find my book, "Ask and You Shall Succeed," the Master Closer versus the uh, Super Salesman. Uh, It's available on uh, Amazon.com. It's also available at Barnes and Noble. You can find it at my website, which is youshallsucceed.com, and we all. also have another website, which is called www.themasterclosers.com. You also have my email there, so if you have any questions, anything I can do to help inspire the rest of the world and the rest of your listeners, it would certainly be nothing but a pleasure and i do thank you very much for having me on and i look forward to some future conversations and uh, you know in our in our combined efforts <laughs> we're going to help have the rest you on, of the world. The, on
1: my show too i have a google hangout that i'm starting so we'll bring you on the on the google hangout and have people you know interact with you personally face to face
2: that would be wonderful
1: yes and and uh we'll go over some some stuff that we can we can help people but thank you so much again for being a wonderful guest and sharing great information. So until next time, my friend, take care.
2: Thank you so Thanks. much for having me. I really appreciate it. Take care. Oh, my
1: take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Okay, my friends. well, as you heard, um, uh, our guest, Osman Mamoor, he shared a lot of wonderful, great tips with you. And uh, to summarize it all, you know, invest in yourself. Recognize your purpose. Um, learn to, you know, um, to take risk, positive risk, not, you know, your risk that you take in life, you need to have them backed up with knowledge, knowing, have enough information about what it is that you're going to be doing. And, and, and take notes. And you heard me say that before on the air, it's really, really important that you actually take notes, of everything that comes to your mind, and see if this is something that can help you become more successful in your life. The show is not just for salespeople. This is for success in general. You know, you want to succeed in your personal life? This is great information for you. You want to succeed in your professional life, whatever it is that you do. Great information. So I do encourage you to go back and listen to the show um, and some of the tips that um, that my guest, Osman, had shared with us on the air, and I also want to remind you, you know, to contact me, to reach out to me, share your thoughts with me, and tell me if I can be in any further help for you, and uh, I'm going to take a little break and uh, come back and and, uh, share with you some other couple tips that I have here, and we'll go off the air, so stay tuned. Dr. David Kenneth Waldman founded To Love Children. When I met Dr. David Kenneth Waldman in my office, uh, when I was the minister in charge of gender, and he came to sell me this idea, his vision of of, uh, the girl-child education, I embraced it because I thought this is the way we would be able to empower our young girls.
0: Please go to tolovechildren.org and donate. Thank you for helping me to take my passion and turn it into action.
1: We can all take part. Okay, my friends, welcome back. And uh, this is this ad that I've created for tolovechildren.org. It's a great organization that I am a member of, and uh, we envision a world in which men empower girls, life, Long Learning, Preventative Health, Gender Justice, Gender Equality, Human Rights, Cultural Rights, Empowering Girls Through Education. So please visit the website to lovechildren.org. Make a difference. We all can make a difference and be part of this uh, great mission that we have here. Um, so today we had a great guest and we talked about a lot of different things here as far as, you know, how to succeed in life and how to, you know, uh, differentiate yourself between the super closer and the salesperson, and we all are selling something in life or things are being sold to us. So no matter what you do in life, you know we you're involved in some kind of sales. And, and my guest Osman had mentioned had talked about that a little bit. But the bottom line, what I wanted to leave you with, remember it's your life, so live it your way. Be specific of the things that you do in your life. Be deliberate. You've got to question some of these beliefs that you have out there about life, about yourself, about things that you, know, that you do in life. Question them. Because if they're not serving you any longer, anymore, it's time to get rid of them. It's, I mentioned this before on the air with a computer. It's like a computer program. If they are crashing your computer, they are harming your computer. And beliefs are like that. If they are not strong and they serve in your purpose, they are harming you in your life. It's your life. So live it your way. Live it from that purpose. And I'd like you to, you know, to contact me if I could be any further help to you. And you can either go to my website, yourlifenow.info, or you can go to coachingbyria.com. Send me a message, contact me anywhere, and you can schedule a call with me, a free call with me by going to www.meetme.so forward slash m e That's meetme.so forward slash co You can have access to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call with me, and I love to chat with you. So until next time, my friends, stay amazing. You are amazing. Much love. Take care. Bye-bye. I love what Maya Angelou had to say about the power of the spoken word. She said, I quote, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning. End quote. And that is the reason I made the decision to put my words into an audiobook, so please check out my spoken words in my new audiobook, Your Life, Your Way, The 10 Must-Have Goals to Improve Your Life. It's now available. You can either go to my website at www.coachingbyria.com and purchase it there. You can also download the book from iTunes by going to the link I provided in the show page, or simply go to the iTunes Stores and put my name in the search, Coach Ria Wilkie, and you will be able to download the audiobook from there. And I do thank you all for doing so. And if you um, like to write a review, please do so. And I'm always grateful to be in service. Thank you. Hey.
0: Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com. And you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten
2: lucky?
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.